0: You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. On today's show, SEC dominance in the NFL draft Death, taxes, and the SEC having the most draft picks, it just comes to be expected. We will tell you what this year's record set. Also, some notable names from the SEC went undrafted. We'll tell you who they are and where they landed. And lastly, we will go around the conference with some commitments and transfers happening over the weekend on the football field. We'll update you on all those. I'm Chris Gordy. Be sure to follow Locked on SEC for free wherever you get your podcast. You'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each and every day. All right, let's jump into it. The SEC had a continuation of their draft dominance in what continues basically like a broken record. The SEC topped its own record with 65 picks in this year's NFL draft. The previous record was... The SEC last year was 63, 65 guys from the SEC here in their name called over the weekend. It was a steady stream that started with 15 first-day draft picks, the most of any conference. Uh, The previous record tied by the SEC uh, twice and the ACC once for the most first-round picks. Uh, The SEC led the nation's conferences in NFL draft picks for the 15th consecutive year. Last time, the SEC did not top. The conference draft list, you got to go all the way back to 2006. This marks the seventh straight year the SEC saw 50 or more players taken in the draft. Only once in the last 25 years has another conference, other than the SEC, had 50 or more players drafted. The SEC has averaged over 50 selections per draft since 2006. And the other one, other big note the SEC, the only conference this year where every school recorded an NFL draft pick. Here was the breakdown. The SEC with 65 guys drafted. The Big Ten, second, they had 44. The ACC, third, with 42, followed by the Pac-12 with 28. And the Big 12, well, just 22. So, Big 12 lacking in their NFL talent these days. But doing the math, as Peter Burns from the SEC Network noted, one out of every four players drafted was from an SEC team. That is dominance. Um, The SEC breakdown itself, Alabama led all uh, schools with 10 draft picks. Georgia right behind them with nine. Florida had eight. They picked up a lot of guys in the uh, the later rounds. LSU had seven. Kentucky coming in at the top of this list. They had six. Missouri had five. A&M had four. Auburn had four. Uh, Ole Miss had two. Tennessee, two. Mississippi State, two. I think I have this out of the order. I had South Carolina with four, Arkansas with one, and Vanderbilt with one. Uh, 21% of the first 37 picks, however, came from Alabama. So it's to the point now where Dick Saban doesn't even have to uh, recruit. It just, Bama recruits itself. But we uh, recapped the first round on Friday show. When the second round got underway on Friday night, four of the first six picks in the second round were SEC guys with Georgia's Tyson Campbell going with the first pick of the second round to the Jaguars. Ole Mrs. Elisha Moore went to the Jets, and Bama's Landon Dickerson went to the Eagles, while Christian Barmore went to the Patriots. Some other big names from the SEC going on day two. At Kentucky, DB Kelvin Joseph. He went to the Cowboys, friend of the show. We interviewed him a couple weeks ago. Georgia's Aziz ojalari had a first-round grade. He went to the Giants in the second round. LSU wide receiver Terrace Marshall went to the Panthers. Joe Brady, his former uh, passing game coordinator, gets him back. Missouri linebacker Nick Bolton went to the Chiefs. Great spot for him. Gets to stay uh, pretty close to his school. And the last pick of the second round, Florida quarterback Kyle Trask. Man, could you ask for a better spot? Goes to the Buccaneers where he gets to learn from the great Tom Brady and maybe one day take over for him. In the third round, Friday night, we had Aggie quarterback Kellen Mond going to the Vikings with one of the first few picks of the third round. Tennessee wide receiver Josh Palmer went to the Chargers. Auburn wide receiver Anthony Schwartz, again, another friend of the show. We had him on last week. He went to the Browns, joining former LSU guys like Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry. Uh, Georgia linebacker Monty Rice, he was drafted by the Titans. And South Carolina linebacker Ernest Jones went to the Rams. So that was everything from the first two days Heading into Saturday, rounds four through seven, there was plenty of SEC talent still on the board, and just to highlight some of the names you would know, LSU linebacker Jabril Cox went to the Cowboys. Florida DB Marco Wilson, who, of course, threw the shoe. He went to the Cardinals. Georgia safety Richard LeCount felt like he had played there 10 years. He went to the Browns. Auburn linebacker K.J. Britt uh, went to the Bucks. South Carolina wide receiver Shai Smith to the Panthers. Kentucky O-lineman Landon Young went to the Saints. A couple more. Arkansas Big D lineman Jonathan Marshall went to the Jets. That's a great uh, value pick for the Jets. Did not think he would fall that far down. Tennessee O-lineman Trey Smith went to the Chiefs. Another one. Great spot for Trey Smith. Falling late, he get, will have an opportunity to earn a spot there with Kansas City. And with one of the last few picks of the draft, Mississippi State running back Kylan Hill went to the Packers. So if you notice, there were some monster names from the SEC that went undrafted, including Dylan Moses. When we return, we'll touch on the list of guys who ended up having to sign as undrafted free agents with teams after going undrafted. We'll hit on that next. Bet online the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. I was in on it this weekend. I bet on the Kentucky Derby. I think all four of my horses did not even finish in the top three. I took a chance, and uh, look, if you bet on the favorite, the favorite didn't win. But that's what is fun about having a little something invested in watching some sporting events, and you can do that over at Bet Online. Tons of stuff still to go with uh, the NBA playoffs right around the corner. We got MLB games every night, UFC and MMA action happening every couple of weeks. Get in on the action, and before uh, the next pitch of your favorite baseball team, Head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news. You can sign up; uh, they have sign-up bonuses and contest information there as well. Head over to their website. You can sign up today, receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code Locked On. That's L O C K E D O N. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as uh, plenty of teams prepping for playoff runs in the NBA and whatnot. Bet Online—they are your online sportsbook experts. Rolling along here, Locked on SEC, continuing to recap the 2021 NFL draft where the SEC set a record for most players ever drafted with 65 guys hearing their names called. But there were some very notable names left off. I saw ESPN analyst Ryan Clark pointed out on Twitter, he said it seems like opting out may have hurt more players than it helped. And as we get into some of the names, you may notice uh, a couple of guys who opted out before the season maybe hurt their draft stock. Now, of course, you had guys like Jamar Chase, who went fifth overall in the draft, and he didn't play it down last year. So I'm not making the statement that it hurt everybody, but some guys, I think it did hurt. Uh, First and foremost, a guy who did play last year, could have come out the year prior, suffered a big injury, and decided to come back. But former five-star Alabama linebacker Dylan Moses went undrafted. I think That surprised a lot of us. He was quickly picked up by the Jacksonville Jaguars on Saturday after the draft, but very disappointing for a guy who was an incredible talent but did battle through several injuries throughout his career. No doubt that is a steal of a pickup for Urban Meyer and the Jaguars. If he can get himself fully healthy, should be a starter for the Jags in years to come. Georgia defensive back D.J. Daniel went undrafted. He was also scooped up by Jacksonville. I was a little surprised by that. I liked D.J. Daniel throughout his career at Georgia. Former Mississippi State wide receiver Osiris Mitch Mitchell, he went undrafted. He will join Dak Prescott in Dallas with the Cowboys. One of the big opt-outs, Jamie Newman, went undrafted. I thought it was funny how many Georgia fans on social media – were uh, tweeting at us at the locked on SEC account saying we do not claim him. <laughs> of course he never played a snap for the Bulldogs, opted out just before the season after he transferred into Athens from Wake Forest. But Newman, he signs with the Eagles, as well as AM receiver Jamon Osbin and Florida receiver Trevon Grimes. So a lot of SEC talent up there in Philly. Kentucky center Drake Jackson. I was surprised he went undrafted. He signed with the Lions, while running back A.J. Rose signed with the Vikings. Ole Miss tight end Kenny Yaboa. Another one surprised he went undrafted. He will join Elijah Moore with the New York Jets. A lot of folks were surprised. Arkansas slash former Florida quarterback Felipe Franks went undrafted. He signed on with the Atlanta Falcons. His teammate, running back, Rakeem Boyd, he is headed to the Detroit Lions. Tennessee DB Bryce Thompson, he signed on with the Saints. While Alabama tight end uh, Miller Forstall, he signed on with the Titans, as did LSU fullback Tory Carter. And just a couple more. Auburn safety Jordan Peters, he is headed to the Jets. While Auburn wide receiver Eli Stove headed to the Chargers. Lastly, two of the better punters coming out of the SEC, Kentucky's Max Duffy and LSU's Zach Von Rosenberg, both appear to still be available as of uh, this podcast, so we'll see if either of those guys find a home. All that being said, to put a cap on our NFL Draft Talk and the SEC, Alabama wide receiver Devontae Smith has already announced he will wear number six for the Eagles this year. He will reunite with Jalen Hurts and Landon Dickerson. If you recall, they're that the NFL announced uh, two weeks ago they're changing uh, numbers, the number system up in the NFL. So receivers can now wear single digits. So Devontae Smith taking full advantage of it. He will wear number six. Over in Cincinnati, former LSU wide receiver Jamar Chase, he will keep number one where he will reunite with his quarterback, Joe Burrow. And over in Tampa Bay, former Gators quarterback Kyle Trask announced he will wear number two. While Auburn linebacker K.J. Britt will wear number 52 for the Super Bowl champ Bucs. So something to keep in mind there if some of you guys looking to invest in a jersey or two of one of your favorite former SEC players heading to the next level. And lastly, never too early to look ahead, but I saw some of the experts putting out there some mock drafts for next year. Georgia quarterback J.T. Daniels expected to be one of the top quarterbacks in the country this coming football season and could translate into him becoming a first-round pick. Yahoo Sports has JT Daniels going projected number 20 in their latest mock draft for 2022. Again, very early. A lot will change, but uh, JT Daniels expected to be a first-round pick. Let's see if he can live up to it on the field with the Georgia Bulldogs this season. Maybe make the playoffs? Might help his... uh, his exposure with scouts and whatnot, a little bit more if he can impress them taking the Georgia Bulldogs on a playoff run. When we return, we will go around the conference. we got some uh, football tidbits to get into with uh, recruiting and transfers and a bunch of stuff. All that coming next. A Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. We tell you guys that all the time. Tons and tons of amazing flavors. I encourage you. You got a minute? Just go to their website right now, builtbar.com. You can see all the different uh, variety packs and different flavors. I encourage people all the time. If you're going to go check them out, you want to try them out, just order one of the variety packs. They will give you a bunch of different flavors. You can try them all out. Find which one you like the most. Of course, I have my favorites. A lot of us here on the Locked On Network have our own favorites. So Cookies and Cream, my personal favorite. 17 grams of protein packed in there. Only 130 calories, 4 grams sh- of sugar, 4 grams net carbs. It is great uh, great low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, uh, delicious treat that if you're just looking to indulge in the afternoon instead of eating junk food or other things out there, you can grab uh, a built Bar. It's perfect for after a workout, especially if you've been doing some weightlifting. You want to get that protein in you and... Going with a built bar is the best way to do it. Go check them out right now, builtbar.com. And when you find something you like, and I know you will, you can use your promo code LOCKED15. That's L O C K E D 1 5. Use LOCKED15 and you will get a 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. <laughs> Rolling along here, locked on SEC. There was so much to recap from the weekend that was. Especially with the NFL draft dominating the headlines. But man, we got a lot of other stuff to talk about around the SEC, about guys still currently playing in the SEC. So let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. What a catch! Around the conference. And we start over at Auburn as they're going to lose a little bit of depth on their D-line as former four-star recruit Jaron Handy has entered the NCAA transfer portal after two years on the Plains. He's a Mississippi native, played sparingly in his first two years at Auburn, but did manage to record his first career sack in the Iron Bowl last year. Handy signed on with Auburn as a four-star uh, prospect in the 2019 recruiting class. He was rated as the nation's number seven strong side defensive end. And it sounds like he will be on the move. Over in Athens, Georgia already has the number one recruiting class for 2022. And it got even better over the weekend as four-star receiver Denylon Morissette pledged to the Georgia Bulldogs. He is from North Cobb High School. He's a standout rated as the number 35 receiver in the country. State of Georgia's number 22 overall prospect. Good pickup for Georgia and even cooler name, De Nylon. Over at Mississippi State, uh, their depth at receiver taking a little bit of a hit as not one but two Bulldogs are reportedly planning to leave the program. Javante Payton made the decision to enter his name into the transfer portal a couple days ago and now rising junior receiver uh, Jacorius Spivey has also made the decision to leave Mike Leach's program. So not good to have not one but two receivers on the way out. But Mike Leach did pick up a quarterback for next year's recruiting class, Braden Locke out of Texas. He's a three-star recruit, announced his commitment to Mississippi State over the weekend, rated as the number 24 pro-style quarterback in this class and the number 76 player in the state of Texas. Over at South Carolina, Shane Beamer he landed his first quarterback for the 2022 class. Four-star prospect Braden Davis announced his commitment on Friday evening. 24/7 Sports lists Davis as a 6'5", 200-pound, number five dual-threat quarterback and number 186 prospect nationally for the class of 2022. South Carolina also added former Washington State defensive back Tyrese Ross. Out of the transfer portal, Tyrese Ross will head to Columbia after three seasons at Washington State, where he recorded 35 tackles, including 33 of those in 2019. So, a good pickup there for Coach Shane Beamer. Over in Knoxville, suspended Tennessee linebacker Marcavis French is apparently on his way out the door in Knoxville. A former four-star recruit had reportedly enter his name into the portal. Matt Zenitz at AL.com confirmed French signed with the volunteers out of the class of 2020, rated as the number 10 player in the state of Tennessee and the number 17 inside linebacker in the country. Back in March, French and three other Tennessee players were suspended by new head coach, Josh Heupel, after they arrested were arrested for drug related offenses. So apparently Martavis French didn't uh, get everything settled down that he needed to. And he is on his way out the door at Tennessee. In SEC Hoops news, former Illinois guard Adam Miller announced he is transferring to Will Wade and LSU. As a freshman for the Illini, Adam Miller averaged over eight points and two rebounds per game. but Despite his inexperience, he contributed heavily to an Illinois team that went on to win the Big Ten Tournament and earned a number one seed in the NCAA Tournament. As a recruit, Miller was very highly regarded as a four-star talent. 24-7 sports had him as the number 33 overall player in the class of 2020, so a good pickup for LSU. If you're an Alabama fan and you were beating your chest bragging that the spring game attendance set a record for the most fans at an American sporting event since the start of the pandemic, well, it was a good run for about A week plus, but that has ended. The Kentucky Derby held over the weekend. They announced an official attendance of 51,838 people. That beats out the Crimson Tides spring game attendance by nearly 5,000 fans. So the Kentucky Derby, the most attended sporting event since the start of this whole pandemic thing. And one more uh, Alabama note. Seven-time NBA champion Robert Ory officially earned his bachelor's degree from Alabama this weekend. Ori played for the Crimson Tide back from 1989 to 1992, had a tremendous career in the NBA, won multiple NBA titles over his 15 years. His nickname Big Shot Rob for, or Big Shot Bob for his big performances in the playoffs, but he had never finished out his degree. So he finally went back and finished that out at Alabama, got his degree, so congrats to Robert Ori. And a quick SEC baseball recap over the weekend. Top-ranked Arkansas took two out of three at LSU. The Tigers had some pretty good large crowds over the weekend with the state of Louisiana kind of opening back up. LSU was able to grab game three after getting beat down pretty handily in games one and two by Arkansas. Number two-ranked Vandy, they were not as fortunate. They uh, won the first game of their series at number 14 Florida before losing the next two so a huge series victory for the Gators Florida did get to Vandy stud pitcher Jack Leiter for seven runs five of those earned so good for the Gators number four Tennessee they took two out of three against Kentucky number six Mississippi State they swept the Texas A&M Aggies number 19 Ole Miss really bounced back this weekend sweeping number 13 South Carolina so a monster series win for the Rebels and rounding things out, Alabama had a nice sweep uh, series of Missouri. And Auburn took two out of three at Georgia. And that is around the conference. When we uh, talk to you guys tomorrow, hoping to have a uh, guy that was just drafted over this weekend. We will uh, catch up with him out of the SEC. We'll bring that to you tomorrow. And We'll start to uh, get into a little bit more football talk looking ahead to the spring and how some rosters are going to shape up as well as uh, starting to look at the regional picture, regional and super regional for baseball as uh, baseball season starting to wind down, starting to get a pretty good picture of the best of the best in the SEC. We'll bring you all that tomorrow. My thanks to you guys for listening and subscribing. You're locked on SEC. Can't thank you enough. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.